Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We have a weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. murder. There are three sides to every story. Yours, mine, and the truth. On July 9th, 2003, two men lost their lives in an effort to protect and serve. And, while one side of the story has landed a woman in prison, her side claims that there is blame to share. So, what is the truth? So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Fallon Talent of Maryville, Tennessee, was in the midst of a seven-day crack cocaine binge when she was found driving a stolen Mercedes-Benz. An officer spotted her and a female passenger named Dorothy Cash driving around a housing project on July 9, 2003. The car was already known by authorities to be stolen, so he attempted to pull the two women over. Fallon then reversed the car and hit his patrol car before speeding away. He gave chase for two miles before his supervisor stopped the pursuit in an effort to avoid harming others. She was racing down the I-40 highway when Deputy John Music and Police Sergeant Jerry Mundy laid out a spike strip in an effort to end the high-speed chase. This, according to police, is standard practice in safely stopping a car. But on this day, the routine was broken. That is because Fallon Talent, seemingly in an effort to avoid the spikes, veered off the road and killed the two officers as they waited. 
Now, here comes the differing stories. It is widely believed that the woman, having been no stranger to the law, purposely swerved in order to hit the officers who were bound to arrest her and send her to jail. The argument was whether it was premeditated or if the murder was simply an accidental outcome. Nevertheless, she was tried and showed no emotion when she was given two consecutive life sentences. Then, in November of 2003, Fallon and her team sued Dorothy Cash for causing the murder. She claimed that Cash forced her to smoke crack cocaine, told her to flee the police, and finally grabbed the steering wheel as they approached the spikes, killing the two officers. According to this story, Fallon was heading to Nashville to meet her parole officer, and Cash agreed to accompany her, bringing along the drugs. Dorothy Cash was never convicted or had any charges brought up against her. So, what's the true story of what happened that day in 2003? Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 10th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.